Hello, hello. This is Winner Winner, a podcast focused on Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. I'm Robin Nelson. And I'm Arjuna Perkins. And uh, welcome to our podcast. Uh, we're so happy to have you here and in particular thrilled this week because we did a release of the podcast this past week Woo! and it, it's been fantastic. We've already pretty had much, pretty much famous already. Well, yeah, we've, we've gotten there, you know, celebrities. Yep. I've actually uh, already quit my job, um, <laughs> my, my day job. How much are we getting paid per episode again? Uh, I think it's got like six zeros behind it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not being before and not with a decimal before the zeros either. <laughs> I hope. I'm, I'm being modest. You know, I don't. I don't want to brag or anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, podcasts pay people. They sure do. Um. So yeah. Uh. Just thank you so much. We've had upwards of 150 downloads already. Uh, I think that I put this up on Sunday, I want to say. Um, and we actually haven't, I haven't like made any official unveiling on Reddit or anything like that. So this is just people searching for PUBG and finding this podcast is, uh, you know, and maybe it pops up in whatever podcast community you're in. But uh, is it like a new arrival? But uh, I just wanted to thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. This is a, a growing movement, and you're participating in it, and that's pretty special. So far, we have had listeners from... Uh, Robin, guess what the second most downloaded country in the world is? For our show? Yeah, after the United States. Oh, it's got to be China. Nope. Uh, Canada. Nope. Great Britain. Nope. They are number four on the list. Um, I don't know, man. Dude, you're never going to guess. So I'll just tell you. It's Norway. Norway is number two? Yeah. Shout out to Where? all our Norwegian listeners. You guys are awesome. <laughs> That's um, amazing. Huh. I'm just going to say it right now. Winner, winner, the official PUBG podcast of Norway. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much. I always knew that you were good people, and this just you know, confirms it for me. Yeah, so far the official one, until one of our fans decides to start their own better podcast, I bet. Uh, <laughs> hey. But hey, my last name's Nelson. People tell me that's Norwegian, so shout out. Oh, snap. That's probably where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, you Norwegian folks are awesome. Uh, we also have next on the list Australia. Thanks, Aussies. Uh, love you guys. United Kingdom comes in number fourth. Uh, and then we have Ireland, also, uh, number fifth. Hmm. And then yeah. we got Germany, China, the Philippines, and Sweden. So wait, how many people in Norway are listening? Do we have that stat? Well, we have the number of downloads. Um, Which is? So we have six downloads from Norway. Okay. <laughs> so that means at least... Huge. That means either there. six individual downloaders or maybe just two downloaders who got all three episodes each. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Maybe oh. they were just thorough people, you know. Or it's probably one guy who downloaded all episodes on like two devices. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> or gal, one gal. Could be yeah, gal. yeah, or a non-binary person. Uh-huh. But uh, you know, either way, just feeling the love for Norway. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Um, we also got, uh, someone reviewed us on iTunes. That was really kind. Uh, two people actually. 
And uh, we had a review from a person saying they wanted to hear more about the Xbox side of PUBG, uh, which I really appreciated because that, you know, the game released uh, early access on Xbox uh, this month. Oh, is it? It's still it's early access technically for Xbox. Yeah, it's so it's almost like imagine rewinding this game like a year or so. That's kind of what Xbox people are having now. (laughs) I know it's painful to think about. I'm with them. I'm with them in spirit. Yeah, I. I was just thinking, you know, must the interface probably has its own challenges on the Xbox? Like, for example. Think about when you kill two people next to each other, right? Mm-hmm. And their loot list is like 40 items long, right? Right. And with a mouse, you just scroll down that with your wheel. You just click on what you want. You click and drag and take whatever, mm-hmm. right? On the Xbox, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious as to how they're going to navigate those kind of uh, UI challenges. Yeah. Oh. Hopefully the they have some like joystick acceleration or something yeah yeah maybe yeah i don't know maybe you can like have it maybe it'll clump better something like that mm. um, i have a feeling yeah. looting people is going to be a much more risky proposition on the xbox yeah it sounds sounds nightmarish yeah it's always like my scary time when i'm like trying to loot and i have to like take a bunch of attachments off my gun to like grab a new one and things are too full and <laughs> it's hard enough on a pc uh, definitely but, uh, you know you drop yeah. your four time scope on the ground instead of in your inventory and then you have to run mm-hmm. back for it all right so i just wanted to say we we had been unsure in our last episode as to whether some care packages emit smoke like when you first see them even if they've been there for a long time and I was paying attention to this, and I can confirm that that happens sometimes. Um, so this is this is an interesting thing. I don't know if it's a bug that they're going to try to work out at some point, but um, if you see red smoke on a package, it does not necessarily mean that it just dropped. Okay. So and you, so you had mentioned this, Robin, that yeah. you kind of noticed that sometimes you roll up on what looked like an old package that was still mm-hmm. smoking. Yeah. So I had it happen both ways. I, I played about four hours the other night, and I was paying attention, and uh, there was distinctly one package that my friend had looted like five to ten minutes earlier, and we mm-hmm. ended the circle ended up pushing us up on it. And sure mm-hmm. enough, when I laid eyes on it, it was smoking. Nice. Yeah. Way to be on the beat. This is, uh, you know, top notch PUBG journalism right here. We are on the scene. Oh man, we're we're happening. We're like zip and zap, bip bap on the scene. So what are we do- talking about today? We've got uh, usually we have three segments, like a main topic, um, a weapon highlight, and then a kind of where it's at location. And it looks like we're gonna do a weapon highlight of the Win ninety four or Winchester, and then our main highlight and our or our location highlight and our main topic are gonna be combined into one segment of the episode where we talk about are kind of a general overview of our favorite or notable locations on the new desert map Miramar. Because there are a lot of them. There are. It's a big, big place. And they're all so, our favorite. Should we hit the weapon highlight first? Let's do it. Let's okay. do it, my friend. Let's go Winchester. So yeah. 
Um, I kind of, maybe we could talk about like some of the cool, sexy parts of it first. Um, first of all, lever action and that kind of like semi-auto fire with a bit of pause in between for that lever action. It's just kind of classic. It's got a cool sound. Um, it's classified as a sniper rifle, so it's got this kind of powerful feel and kick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put bullet loops on it. Bullet loops, they added mm-hmm. that. They added the cool little um, red highlight on mm. the foresight, mm. and that makes it a little bit easier to see what you're pointing at. Um, and so it's pretty cool in that way. Powerful. Um, you feel, you know, if you have a, say, a, um, a, what's the semi-auto, like MK14 with a big scope and you hit someone, it's like, well, of course you did. Like, you have a scope in an MK14. <laughs> but... If you if you have a Winchester and you hit someone at say 200 meters or greater, you just feel fucking awesome because it's really hard to do, and so it's kind of one of those like high risk, high reward guns in terms of um, it's kind of like emotional feedback for me where you're probably gonna get creamed when you're using it, but if you don't, you feel like fucking rock star, um, action hero, million so, bucks, million sure. bucks, and yep, that's. Yep. Sometimes I like to play that way, just kind of as the like with the underdog loadout, just for that like extra little endorphin rush when you actually pull it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a fun challenge, actually. I was doing this with our squad and we got our asses handed to us real hard, but it was fun. <laughs> we did the, it was the cowboy challenge. So mm. in the cowboy challenge, it's shotguns, Winchester, revolver. Those are the only weapons you can use. Oh, and Molotovs are the only grenades you can use. No way. Oh my god. That sounds really fun. Yeah, and you can still you can still pick up, you know, any backpack, any armor, but those Mm -hmm. are the only weapons you're allowed to use. Um, I like that. So uh one of the challenges of it is that the the only site and the best site you can use is the red dot that you put on your revolver. Uh Mm -hmm. but apart from that, you're just ADSing friends. All right. Hey, let's try that um, hashtag thing just for that as well, maybe. Um, and yeah. see if if our listeners, if you guys are up for the challenge, you could do the cowboy challenge yourself. And if you do it and get any interesting scenes, uh, maybe it's just a highlight reel of you getting your ass kicked like we do. Um, <laughs> I'd watch that. And definitely put it up on youtube um and you could hashtag cowboy challenge on that there's probably other hashtags out there maybe mm-hmm. that's not a good one but we'll edit this yeah. if that's a Try terrible it hashtag Ca- Try it cowboy, out. cowboy challenge. challenge hashtag cowboy challenge yep let's mm-hmm. do it so yeah i think the winchester is a pretty sweet gun um uh it's kind of like there's a distinction between sweet and good right so some things are really sweet but not that good like, uh, you know, flipping your motorcycle 100 feet through the air and running someone <laughs> over. That's pretty sweet, but it's not necessarily good to try to do that multiple times. So I think uh, the con, I mean, the uh, Win 94 is definitely a headshot weapon. I would try as much as possible to land that first headshot. It's, you're going to feel a lot happier about the gun if you do that. But even if you don't, it do, I. What do you think about the damage, Robin? We don't have the hard numbers on this, but I feel like yeah. it does. I feel like it does a little more damage than like your average assault rifle shot. 
Right. Uh, I definitely agree with that. Um, I've never seen anyone take more than three hits and yeah. survive. Yeah. And I've seen people at the beginning of a battle take as few as two. Um, like that just happened this afternoon when we were playing. I downed a guy in two hits. Um, yeah. And so, and I did not, I'm pretty damn sure I didn't headshot him. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but usually I feel like I'm firing three beans um, mm-hmm. at someone to take them down with it. And mm-hmm. so headshots are definitely the way to go. Um, except, of course, at that point, you've literally covered up the whole person with the, the gun sight. To <laughs> 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 so, that. Good luck. To <laughs> that. This is why it's an expert weapon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it's definitely, it's a powerful gun. So don't underestimate it. And uh, it's definitely good to pick up early. You can use it basically until you find your AR or your sniper. Um, mm-hmm. And if you want to exactly. play in hard mode, you can hang on to it for the whole game. Mm-hmm. I want to try that cowboy challenge. That's what I want to do. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fun. And if um, we if we get a dinner doing it, we'll definitely post it. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So for the drawbacks of the gun. Um, obviously the iron sights and not being able to add any other kind of sight to it would be the main one. Um, it's just really hard to hit people at a distance if you're only using iron sights with it and also to just see your target. Uh, like we were just saying, aiming at, if you're shooting someone in the head with it, you literally just cannot see them. Uh, good tip. I think Alex, maybe it was you that mentioned it, was to aim at the middle of the body and kind of get it lined up and then mm. just snap up quick mm. for that headshot. And so you kind of, you know where they are and then you just adjust your aim to get the head, which I've, I haven't had enough time to really try that, but that definitely seems like the way to go. Yeah, that's um, really good advice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this is a one of the best usages for this weapons is... Uh, like if if someone's peeking a window, right? If you if someone's taking cover and you have a fair estimation they're going to peek again, that's a really excellent usage for the Winchester. Mm-hmm. Or another good usage is if you're in a building and you're kind of looking into the street and you're trying to take people out at mid-range while they're running, that's a, a great place right. for a Winchester. Right. I would definitely, yeah. if you're like in a gritty urban firefight like jumping walls and you're pretty close to somebody else the winchester is not your friend so it's definitely more of a it's a, it's a leisurely weapon it's a gentleman's weapon <laughs> it's a porch gun if you have good cover <laughs> um, exactly so yeah i want to talk about the tactics for this gun mm. and it's kind of it's interesting because it's a little um kind of thought experiment that i think exposes just generally good tactics for the game um if you're not just running around like crazy, you know, what are the good tactics? And um, in this case, so earlier today, we just had a scene unfold where we were about to cross the street and we stopped behind a fence and kind of peeked things out and noticed there was a guy crossing in the street out in the open, uh, just a couple hundred feet west of us. And so we peeked and started taking shots and were able to down him with a Winchester. And then his buddy had high ground and um, knocked you out. And I held my cover for a minute, but you had wounded him. And so I felt this this pressure. You're like, oh, he's weak. You could go get him. You could go get him. And I, so I, I kind of relented to the pressure and jumped out in the open and started running towards him. And then he 
he jumped out and had like an AR and just downed me really fast. I, I sighted him and shot, but missed. Mm-hmm. Um, and once, you know, if you're in the open with the Winchester and you miss that first shot, it's, it's game over, which Toes. it was. Um, and so the good tactics I'm kind of referring to would have been um, pretty much uh, always use cover um, and, you know, be mindful about when you're trying to circle and expose yourself. Um, that was a de- kind of a toss-up call. Um, if I would have moved right after you wounded him, I might not have got hit there, but I hesitated. Um, usually circling right after someone's wounded is a good call to mm. like, cause they might be helping up or something mm. like that. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, it's, you know, I should have switched to my AR, but I was trying to get Winchester kills. And, um, so yeah, that's, that's one is just, it's the gun. I think I would try to get fun kills with while I'm like hiding behind a rock and peeking for those pot shots. Yeah. Yeah. Or like if someone's on a hilltop far away and you feel like having some fun with them, you can try to get your Winchester kills that way. Mm-hmm. So that's the Winchester. So, yeah. Um, I just want to tell some sweet stories about the Winchester. Um, I had a match recently. I was playing in squads and we had another squad land next to us. And I, it was in uh, North, uh, North Impala which is one of my favorite places I'm going to talk about later in the episode. And I just happened to be well positioned in one of the tall warehouses on stilts. And I, I had some nice windows and I happened to have the Winchester and it was still pretty early in the game. So this squad was coming in on us and I managed to down and eventually kill three people with the Winchester. Damn. Yeah. Um, so again, it was kind of, it was like the, the ideal use case for the Winchester. I had a, a good position. Um, I had some good high ground with plenty of cover, nice windows, and my teammates were engaging people in close quarters. So I was able to play the role of the sniper really successfully. Right. And you don't usually have that opportunity early in the game because you have to find both a good medium to long range gun and a medium to long range scope um, to really pull it off. So unscoped, if you're not dealing with a scope, I'd say the Winchester has about as good an eye in sight as, as you're going to find. So um, it was really great in that role. And I'll tell you what, man, it was really satisfying to do three quarters of a squad wipe with a Winchester. Damn. So yeah, that's, that's definitely. my sweet story. Um, Questions. Were you aiming down sight for those kills? I was all of them. Okay, and I was. Were the people looking at you um, while you shot them, or were they distracted somewhere else? Yeah, a lot of them were distracted. Um, I didn't trade any bullets with the people I killed. So there was one. The one I was proudest of was uh, there was a guy running out of a warehouse, and uh, I nailed him twice while he was running, and Mm -hmm. he he went down. Uh, there was another guy who was an easy kill. He was focused on finishing off one of my teammates. So he was just standing there. So I was able to get two shots off and kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third one, I think the third one was like an assist, like someone else was already fighting him. So I just hit the last shot and took him down. Nice. Um, so yeah, definitely. It's a great, it's a good weapon in that situation like if you have other people 
who are also firing on that person you can you can just get that decisive shot and mm-hmm. it's kind of like the car 98 in that way you know like uh if if your first shot doesn't headshot them uh but it, it does a significant amount of damage and so it can either just end it right there or mm-hmm. can really soften yeah. them up right all right so moral of the story guys is um have a squad who is actively engaging a group of people who don't see you and then shoot them from the side. Oh, yeah. From good cover, from high ground. <laughs> yeah, preferably ideal situation. You want to have a downed teammate with a greedy bastard trying to finish them off, and then you just kill them. Perfect. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. It says that in the Winchester manual. <laughs> How about you, Robin? Any sweet Winchester stories? Not really. I Like, today, when was it? I got a cool double kill um, a few days ago where they two guys had killed two of my squad mates, and so I just moved in with the Winchester and got both of them at pretty close range. One guy at, like, 50 feet, and then another guy at, like, 10 feet. So, wow. so like, close range sniper kills are so satisfying. <laughs> so <laughs> I love those. That's yeah. that's becoming your meme, Robin. I think that's mm. that's one of your signature moves right there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, um so we're going to introduce uh an exciting new feature of our show this week, which is uh we're going to be asking you guys to submit your your sweet uh kills for our next our sweet videos for our next weapon of the week, which is going to be the AK-47 controversial assault rifle. Or AKM. Oh, the AKM. Yeah, I guess it's called in this game. Mm-hmm. But it's, we all know it's an AK-47. We, we all know. We all know what yeah. it is. So um, so what we're going to ask you to do is in, in YouTube, uh, just go ahead and upload your video whether it's a sweet play you made or maybe someone got you uh, with an AK and uh, you're playing the replay. But whatever it is, uh, put your sweet footage on YouTube and give it the hashtag W-O-T-W-A-K-M. So that's Weapon of the Week, W-O-T-W hyphen A-K-M. And what we're going to do is we're going to watch the footage, and uh, if we see anything sweet, we'll call it out on the show. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. even give you some credit for it. Hell yeah. And, and part of it is I, I always try to get experience with the weapon the week before we do these highlights and try to get some stories and just, you know, even study it, get an idea of its behavior in a more detailed way. And I don't always have time to um, get enough hours logged to do that. And so we're hoping that, that you listeners can help us out and help us get a kind of collection um of footage out there so if and and that's for you guys too if you ever want to look up that hashtag and see all right how are people using the akm or how are people using the winchester or whatever it is that week and these videos will be up for more than the week they'll be up forever so um nice little little catalog we'll have after a couple months here of this yeah exactly if if we see anything sweet even from a past weapon of the week uh you know we'll call it out on the show so so get uploading, people. We would love to see what you're up to. Okay. So now our main feature slash weapon or um, feature, gosh, I'm, I'm talking. Our main <laughs> segment today is 
talking about our favorite locations or notable locations in Miramar. So uh, how do you want to kick that off, Regina? Yeah, buddy. Well, uh, I would be happy to just maybe we can alternate between talking about some of our favorite places to drop mm-hmm. and uh, we can just share our kind of tactical notes on them and maybe some of our favorite anecdotes. All right. Does that sound good to you? That sounds great. You go first. What's your... Sweet. All right. Well, uh, let's talk, uh, because I just mentioned it, let us talk about Impala. Mm -hmm. So this is a town on the eastern side of Miramar. It's not directly on the coast, but it's quite close. And um, it's got a road running through the middle of it, uh, north to south, basically. And uh, this this is a sweet place. Uh, I've had some of my most fun early game fights landing here. Um, And one of the reasons for that is just that the topography is really interesting. So on the north, I I, uh, technically break it into north and south Impala. And uh, so one side of it is uh, the, the road cuts through the middle. So the northern side of it is obviously north Impala and the southern side is southern Impala. And so the north side has a number of really interesting warehouses that are connected by walkways that that go between the warehouses and the hillside. And they also connect to some big like water tower containery things. So it's just a really fascinating topography to fight in. It gives you an opportunity for for all level of range of combat. You have close, medium, long range. There's a lot of verticality to it so a lot of opportunity to get shot by people below you or to rain down on people below you Mm -hmm. and especially in squads like if if you and one or two other four-person squads lands there it's gonna be a fun fight man it's are there any i haven't landed there a lot are there any buildings that people tend to be drawn to well when they land it's it's got a number of pretty juicy like warehousey buildings um one of the northernmost buildings is like a little warehouse on the side of a hill mm-hmm. and then there are a number of other warehouses that are kind of on the same height level of it but they're actually held up by these big scaffolding so they're like these suspended warehouses okay yeah so there's like there's like one layer of it but then when you go down the hill there's like the base of it which is another layer so it's a really interesting place to fight. The, I'd call the loot medium. It's not, it's not amazing. You're not finding a lot of level three gear, but mm-hmm. um, it's pretty good loot. And I, I find the loot in general to be a little better in, in the warehouses in North Impala than in your average random houses in mm-hmm. South Impala. Really? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So South Impala... Um, is is a fun environment too. One side of the town is higher than the other. The eastern side is a little higher than the western side. Mm. Uh, it has a church on the eastern side as well, which can be a fun place to loot. And again, yeah. it's it's an interesting environment. I was just noticing the church, and it was making me think of uh, Cruz del Valle, which has a church in the southeast corner too. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, on high ground. So they're. They feel similar in that way, but Impala is quite different because it's got that industrial complex up north. Yeah. Um, looks like it has three car spawns. That's nice. 
Yeah, it's it, you almost always find a vehicle there, mm -hmm. um, which is sweet. So right. um, yeah, anyway, that's that's one of my initial favorite places. How about you, Robin? Um, I'm just looking at the map and realizing how many like little nooks and crannies I have yet to explore in this game. Mm. Um, but I'm gonna just start with my favorite place to land so far, which is Minas uh, Generales. And it's just southeast of Hacienda del Patron. It's really quite central, um, just a little east of central map. And I love it because it's got this uh, topography to it where along the south side, that's the low part. And then you kind of go uphill as you loot northward. And I like landing right in the middle. There's this, and these are found throughout the map. There's um, these little kind of compounds of tanks with stairs on them. And the stairs kind of zigzag this way and that and get you up on top of the tanks. And there's a bunch of walkways and there's loot scattered throughout. And the base platform, I find, tends to have a lot of loot as well. And so usually I'll just land, um, scour the whole platform, and then start looting the stairs. And I think, you know, I wonder sometimes I'll have like a positive experience at a place like this. And then I'm just like attached to it. And so mm. in this case, at Minas Generales, I landed on this kind of mid platform that I'm talking about. And all of my other teammates were downhill and on the low ground and they were engaging with other people. And I had like a scar or something with a two X and was able just to pick off um, the team. I didn't really like clear the whole team, but I was um, able to like be a significant part of the battle and not be shot at um, while my team was fighting this other team from up there. And so it was really fun scene. Um, so that's Minas Generales. Ooh, noteworthy tidbit about this is I just watched one of Fuglet's recent videos where he managed to get himself on top of a rock, which is just north of Minas Generales. There's like three rocks just north of it. And he got a motorcycle and just ramped up a wall and landed right up on the edge of it and was able to sit up there and um, kind of scope people out with the sniper didn't really get any sniper kills, but um, some people parked a vehicle near him, and he was able to just clear the whole squad. And so if you don't watch Foglet, definitely check him out um, on YouTube. Really fun. I guess he's also streaming on Twitch. So if you're, you're probably listening to us because you're not near a screen, your like, phone is in your pocket or something, but next time you can look at it, check Foglet out. I'm sure you already do. But <laughs> yeah. so uh, Favorite, favorite of the podcast for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm such a fanboy. He just did uh, a video <laughs> with Acculite, or he's been doing more of that. And so I just watched one um, of him and Acculite. Just like they have like silent snipers and just like clear the map. They the the they won the game, and the circle was still like 300 meters wide or Whoa. like something <laughs> ridiculous. Just, <laughs> just like a, still a huge play area they would like surprise themselves like wait that was everybody they're <laughs> out in the open just like sniping everyone off the uh, map with no amazing. cover <laughs> that's amazing yeah so check them out um cool. yeah what's how about another spot arjuna well i'll just call out just west of minas generales is uh, mm -hmm. the graveyard Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. There's a space in between Graveyard and Minas Generales, which is unclaimed, I suppose. It maybe belongs to one or the other. But um, 
some more warehouses there and then the the graveyard just down the hill west and that has a uh two churches actually um and it also has actual graves now i'll tell you the loot in the churches seems decent the loot in the graves is terrible so okay this place can probably support like a duo drop Mm -hmm. um it's a good place to stop you know once if you hit minas and you're wanting to head west into the circle maybe Mm -hmm. now just north of that is a place that i actually feel like is uh, you have more experience at than me but i want to talk about it is the hacienda del patron which Mm. i think is is maybe um fighting with picado for being like the new school drop okay on miramar i think both of those locations are um pretty hot yeah so uh but what rob why don't you tell us about hacienda del patron yeah you know i've dropped there really only several times i well, probably more than several but um it's definitely i tend to drop kind of other not as highly popular areas but mm. i like going there with the squad when the squad is like in high spirits um and like ready to have fun because um, there usually is at least one other squad and it's kind of crazy and you know i've got my favorite little corner where i'll try to drop in the southeast and go inside a front door um, there's also a garage out in the southeast so you could go in there as well but i like the option of the southeast door it's on the south wall and you go in there and depending on what other people are doing if you saw people go to the garage or if people went in ahead of you you usually usually can see which way they went and so you have a lot of options when you walk in that door you could go up the stairs or to the right through the garage or to the left down a hallway or out into the courtyard and so um i like doing that i've had a couple of successful scenes unfold from going there and i just i love the layout and architecture of the building it feels um almost like counter-strikey to me for some reason mm. um there's it's not kind of cookie cutter like a lot of the housing structures and stuff in this game and so it's it's unique and it just feels like you know kind of a cool place like you could vacation there uh whereas most places here like you just want to leave you want to get out of there um and so that's kind of yeah, that's my scoop on Hacienda Del Patron. Hang out there. It's beautiful. You know, kick back, hang out in the courtyard, and watch the birds for a little bit next drink time you a, have some time. Drink mm-hmm. a sangria. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's a sweet little spot. Now, just to the west of that is one of my favorite places, San Martin. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe other people's experiences differ, but I found this to be a chronically undervisited city. Uh, I don't know if it's just that Hacienda del Patron is popular or people are dropping in Picado, which is just to the south. I don't know why. Uh, And maybe your experience is different than mine. But I've discovered that not that many people drop at San Martin, which surprises me because it's about about as dead center in the map, like the actual landmass of the map, as you can get. Yeah. Okay. And... um, the loot here can be pretty sweet, especially there's a couple of warehouses on the north side of town by the by the road. Um, and actually, there are actually a number of warehouses all around the town, which uh, give pretty sweet loot. Um, and it's, uh, you know, a lot of roads converge here. You can usually find a vehicle. So, uh, and it, it doesn't tend to be a super hot drop spot. So 
I highly recommend San Martin. It's it's a great place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's talk about Picado a little bit. Okay. Uh, this is a place I, I don't have a lot of experience dropping here, but uh, this is definitely a fun spot, and it has a few unique buildings in it. It has a casino right. uh, with a hole in the roof, and yep. uh, that's a that's a great place to drop. And I'll say the I've had some of my most breathless fights uh, down in that casino. There are just like so many little slot machines and tables and. Uh, you know, you f- you feel like you're in a gangster movie when you fight that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then is that a box? Is that a boxing ring arena up north in Picado? Yeah, it's it's like a boxing ring or like a like a wrestling like you know like a Mexican wrestling ring or something. I don't know quite okay. what it is. Okay. Luchador. Yeah. Arena. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And then there's that that motel down to the southeast is like this L shaped complex. Um, right, which I don't. It might be a unique building for the mm, map. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've seen another one like it, but it's kind of fun to be at and loot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is like if you want some action and you want some to fight in some unique buildings, uh, and you want some of that kind of tense, like should I land on the roof or should I go for the ground floor kind of decision making? Uh, Picado is a great place for that. Um, and yeah, I agree. It's high, high concentration of what feel like pretty unique buildings. Um, Mm -hmm. also a lot of roads running through the town, so you can usually find some vehicles. Yeah. I think I'm going to drop there more. It's kind Mm. of a cool spot. I think it spawns good loot too. Like I think you have a high likelihood of finding level three gear. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's definitely one of those high risk, high reward places. Okay. Yeah. Um, one other place that's coming to mind for me that me and Alex dropped at a lot recently uh, was the prison. Mm. And it's got, it's just a huge complex with a lot of good loot. And often I haven't had any more than two or three other people drop there when I've gone there. Um, but most of the times we dropped there were when it was at the end of the flight path. So I'm sure mm. if it's at the start of the flight path, there's probably going to be a couple of parties or more but um mm. it's definitely you know it's kind of fun if you get to hang out there when you're trying to load into the game and so you know people are kind of familiar with it but a lot of a lot of stuff there a lot of loot definitely yeah. out in the corner but mm-hmm. it, this is if you were someone who enjoyed uh soshnovka the military island in Erangel, then this is definitely your place to be. Uh, it's pretty much similar thing. Uh, it it seems heavily de-emphasized on Miramar, though. Like, uh, I haven't seen any final circles down there so far. Have you, mm, Rob? No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, not one. But I don't really live to see final circles these days. <laughs> <laughs> it's that package chasing think- lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I just I haven't been able to play a lot the last couple of uh, weeks. Okay. I feel like when I do, I just get owned. Yeah. Uh, but no, <laughs> solos I tend to get a lot further than in, mm. in squads. Mm-hmm. But um, I just wanted to note there's if you look at the map, there's a lot going on. Um, it's kind of along the roads, I guess is the way to put it. And then 
there's two places where there's not really any road coverage, which is the, the, along the west side up in the north, and then along the north side, like west half. So yeah, this area up in the northwest, um, along the northern wall, west side, and western wall, north side of that, um, we've got really, there's only two place names that show up along the west. It's Trailer Park and Ruins. And then there's just buildings scattered all throughout the area, but only you know a few at a time, um, and smaller ones, maybe some warehouses here and there, and then the same thing up north. And I love the wild, kind of desolate feel of it. Um, this map in general feels kind of wild and desolate, but that that spot even more. And so I just I like kind of roaming around out there. Of course, it's the edge of the map, so chances are you're going to have to get a car and get out of there. Um, and I'm looking at the car spawns, and there's not a lot of them, so it's maybe not a good idea to land up there, but rather to land along the road, get a car, and then um, start adventuring that way. It'd be a lot faster that way, any anyhow. So um, I want to explore those a little bit more, mostly because mm. I'm, you know, a coward and don't want to see people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's... That's a good spot. Um, mm -hmm. So I just wanted to mention before we get closer on the prison, the South Island has um, some other interesting stuff going on, like Minas del Sur, which is just northeast mm -hmm. of the prison, is a, a really good loot spot as well. And um, I, I've dropped there a few times, and there'll be like two or three squads dropping prison, and we go Minas. And oftentimes you can loot it up quick and then you can go and bridge camp, which is fun. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a little town, which is on the north side of that island by the bridge that goes into uh, Val Del Mar or Valle, however you pronounce mm -hmm. that. And uh, that can be a good place to drop too if you like bridge trolling. Yeah. But that sounds fun. It's definitely yeah. bridge trolling is definitely not as much a part of this map the way it is of Erangal. Totally. Yep. Yeah, and that eastern bridge from the South Island, I I don't know if that's ever been trolled. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's, you would. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, thank you for joining us again once more for Winner Winner Podcast. It's been a pleasure to have you. Um and like I said before, uh, we would love to have any and all comments submitted to winnerpodcast at gmail.com. Um, this is a growing baby here, this podcast. So you have the opportunity to shape the direction in which it goes. Uh, so we'd love to hear from you. Any suggestions, stories, questions you'd like us to address? Uh, maybe if there's a main topic you'd like us to do. We want to hear from you. Um, you can also find us on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Um, we're on YouTube. Just search Winner Winner Podcast PUBG and you'll find us. And uh, it's been a pleasure, Robin. Yes, it has. All right. Till next week. Until next week. Take care. Take care.